don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, True Crimes and Story Times. I'm Kirsten. Obviously, I'm Michelle because I have a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like whenever we do our intro, you talk so slow and I talk so fast. I know. I do it on purpose. <laughs> so I like hear you and I'm like, oh shit, I need to like slow down a little bit. <laughs> Dude, your last episode after you came back, like you were gone and then you came back on the last episode, uh-huh. you were like flying through it dude you were like i was so excited like gave me she didn't even give me like two seconds to barely like put any input in i'm like about to talk i'm like i'm like waiting for her to breathe i'm gonna keep going she just goes just keeps on going i was too excited it had been too long i know i told austin after you left i was like i think she was excited to be back yeah it's weird like when we first started this we were like so nervous and Mm -hmm. quiet and didn't really know what to say or how Mm -hmm. to act and now we're just like chilling like we're literally just talking to each other yeah Sure. But we're really talking to, like, a bunch of people out there, which mm-hmm. is kind of scary. Yeah. But um, if for you're sure, listening for to sure. this right now, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate um, that. So, today, we're going to be talking about a woman named Catherine Knight. I know you said you've heard of Catherine Knight. <sighs> She's very well known. Yikes and yikes. Um, so, this, I'm going to put, I feel like I have to put trigger warnings on all of my episodes. I feel like you should know at this point that any episodes that I do, um, they're going to be pretty messed up. I feel like any episode we do is pretty messed up. Yeah, so, like, if it True just varies not differently. your thing, just go listen to the Storytime episodes. Yeah, um, see, there we go. See if True Crime is too much. Just go to Storytime. Yeah, but I'm just letting you guys know right up front, this is a very gory case. Mm-hmm. Um talks of cannibalism stuff like that dude those are usually the episodes that i cover you're taking my stuff no i know i know um so Catherine lived in aberdeen new south wales Mm -hmm. which is in australia it's north of sydney okay Okay, so this this takes place in australia australia and i know there's some australian listeners out there that's like our second most most listened listened country. country yeah so like What's this up, is guys? for y'all. For sure. Um, so, Catherine worked in a slaughterhouse in, like, the early days in, like, 1971. Mm-hmm. She worked on animal carcasses in what's called the boning room. So, she would basically, like, cut all the meat off the animals. Like, off the bones. Right. Boning. She was like, <laughs> the boning room. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a weird I'm sorry. Name. No, it makes me laugh because I'm thinking of something totally different than oh, what you're I'm, talking about. No, I'm thinking of the same thing, I think. Boning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, sorry. Catherine was very good at her job. She was good with a knife. She, um, you know, was really fast at it. She was just good at it. And she enjoyed it. She mm-hmm. liked boning. <laughs> did she <laughs> okay i'm sorry I've, I've had two cups of coffee right before we started recording this and i'm just on one no, i'm done we I'm can done. laugh about her we can laugh about her for sure um so she met <laughs> i didn't realize i put this in the notes until just now she met a man <laughs> no <laughs> hold on 
I swear to God, Kirsten. I didn't she even set me up, dude. I didn't even think about it when I was taking my notes. She met a man while she was working as a boner in a, in the slaughterhouse. Okay. She was a boner. Okay. Okay. I gotta settle down. Sorry. Okay. So she met a man while she was a boner. Stop. And his name was David Colette. Okay. Mm-hmm. There. This gets to be a little bit confusing. David, was he a boner too? No. <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> so this is David Collette we're talking about. Okay. Okay. He was a raging alcoholic and he liked to get into fights. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would like get really drunk. Then he'd like go out and like fight people, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, obviously, this meant that he would try to fight Catherine sometimes. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. But she could hold her own and stand up for herself because she was, like, she wasn't small. She mm-hmm. wasn't, like, big, but she could, like, definitely stand up for herself. Yeah. She never backed down when he would threaten her and try to fight her, and she would always fight him back. Which, not backing down is a good thing. Yes. But, like, he kind of took that as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, despite everything, David and Catherine did get married in 1974, you know, even though they had a lot of problems in their relationships. A lot of people did back then. They were just like, let's get married anyway. You know what? This case is really starting to ring a bell. Is it ringing a bell? It's ring. When you said David Collette, it really started ringing a bell for me. Is it ringing a bell? And then you're like, he was a raging alcoholic and tried to fight her. And I'm like, this case is getting more and more familiar as you go on. Are so you sure? Continue. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've heard this before. Okay. So, on their wedding night, um, they were, you know, did the nasty, consummated their relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love and how we always say did the nasty. I know. Um, and We're all adults here. I know. No one <laughs> I know. wants to hear me talk about it. I, I know. Mean, even though that's... Never mind. I'm just making a joke. I know. <laughs> so, uh, they did their thing and then David went to sleep. Mm-hmm. He was tired. He was wore out, you know? Shit. I mean, they just had a whole wedding, probably people around, like, yeah. yeah. So, this pissed Catherine off. She was upset because she had heard of people talking about, like, how when they got married, they did it, like, three or four times their wedding night, and, like... Okay, that sounds like a lot. She was, like, mad because they only did it once, and then he fell asleep. So, she's like, what the hell? Yeah, that just sounds like a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, listen, don't get me wrong. I love my man, but also really love sleep Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so three or four times sounds like a lot yeah it does so um what do you do when you get upset at your new husband on your wedding night what do you do you strangle him no course. (laughs) so Catherine tried to strangle him in his sleep because she was upset and he ended up waking up and like fighting her off of him okay so not only is he trying to fight her but she's trying to strangle him yeah so it's kind of both of them are being toxic mm-hmm. yeah she was definitely toxic mm-hmm. and we'll get more into it i feel like it's coming to fruition in my mind is it? more and more yes just we'll keep see. going so despite her trying to strangle him on their first night of marriage mm-hmm. david and Catherine stayed together for 10 years 10 years. Yikes. A decade. That's crazy. Okay. In the span of these 10 years, they had two daughters together. Mm-hmm. And, um, but David actually did try to leave her on, uh, one occasion. He had got up in the middle of the night and tried to, like, leave, like, get away from her. 
This sent Catherine into a very deep depression, and she ended up having to stay in a psychiatric facility for a few months. Okay. At one point, like before she went to the psychiatric facility, Mm -hmm. she was so upset that David had left that she went to a mechanic that had fixed David's car, okay, and threatened to fight him and kill him. What's that going to do for She thought She thought that the mechanic fixing his car helped him get away from her, right? So she was pissed. She's like, you helped him get away from me, you bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Now I'm going to kill you. It's like a roundabout way of being pissed yeah, at somebody. Yeah. Like, what? Let okay. me go fight your mechanic. Yeah, that's so extra. So when she was released from the psychiatric hospital, Catherine and David did get back together. Yikes. But it didn't last long until they officially separated. After they had been separated for a while, Catherine met another man. His name was David Saunders. Okay. Okay, still David. Different David. His name David is and David. David. Yeah. Okay. So, David, so we're on to the new David. Now. Yes, yes. David, the other David's out of the picture. Okay. No more. So they decided to move in together after a few months of dating, but David kept his own apartment. Okay. So he wanted his own space. He didn't really want to move in with Catherine, mm-hmm. but he kind of felt like he was forced to, and he liked he liked having his own space for himself. I mean, I get it. Catherine seemed kind of like an overbearing yeah. type of person, so. Well, this pissed her off. Of course. She thought that this meant that he was, like, cheating on her and didn't want to, like, be with her, like, spend time with her. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I mean... You move somebody moves in with you and you're supposed to be together and then they still keep their apartment yeah, from her it point is a of view weird. i can get it's a little weird. why she may have thought that but For knowing sure. this is Catherine knight i'm like mm. she she's kind of just crazy yeah um so this is where it's gonna get really fucked up and gory from like here on out so oh, this is the picture here, that you sent me on snapchat of the notes and yeah. i did not want to hear it so this is it just click out right now because it's about to go downhill really really fast okay You've been warned. So, she took their two-month-old puppy. I'm closing my ears. And slit the puppy's throat in front of David just to prove what she was capable of. And that's why he kept his own apartment. Her excuse for killing the puppy was that she was just cranky and she was, like, in a bad mood. Excuse me, bitch. So, she killed the puppy. Excuse me. No, that is not how things work. If you're cranky and in a bad mood... Go eat a fucking Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Snickers. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to make light of this. Yeah, but so anyways, she... if you're in a bad mood, that is not what you do. No. So they did continue to be together. Ew. Um, and that's insane to me. Like, yeah, this lady just fucking slit a puppy's in throat front in him. front of you. And you're like, You know yeah. what? I'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, red flag. But you know what? Fuck it. She was just having a mental break. It's okay. That's what... That's where David fucked up. That's where he fucked up. That is where he fucked up. That line works in every single fucking episode. So, they had a daughter together, also. After she had their daughter, there was an incident where Catherine stabbed David with a pair of scissors. Okay. Literally, one of my worst fears is being stabbed. Thinking about a foreign object entering my body. Really? Is like one of my worst fears, other than getting stuck in an elevator. Really, your worst fears and my worst fears are not the same. What are your worst fears? Let's let's put it out on the podcast right now. Um, my worst fears would be like being suffocated. Oh. Yeah, 
like physical pain i can deal with like some if somebody were to stab me i'd be like okay but no, as long I think, as i can breathe i think i'd rather be suffocated no i've Knowing also you almost breathe, drowned but like, like a being few times conscious i cannot fathom and burned it'd alive be, it'd be okay burned alive yeah but i feel like getting suffocated wouldn't take that long i don't know i feel like you'd definitely suffer i mean yeah but imagine bleeding out from a stab wound but i feel like your adrenaline would be so high you wouldn't even feel it maybe i've never been stabbed i'm also afraid of being shot (laughs) i think i would rather be shot than stabbed i don't know because yeah when you're shot though it's like hot yeah because the bullet's hot yeah but also the bullet could just go straight through and then you're just Mm -hmm. like okay but like a knife if you get stabbed you have to hold it in so it because if you pull it out you'll bleed out yeah right so imagine like getting stabbed and you have to hold the knife in yourself and also with my sensory issues dude Mm. okay moving on let's just why are we talking i don't know okay so she did have stabbed she stabbed (laughs) david with a pair of scissors yikes so they finally call it quits and they separate. Good. So then Catherine met another another man named John Chillingworth. So she's done with the Davids. Done with the Davids. On Kay. to John. Also two Johns here. Oh my. Yeah. What? This woman. That's so weird. She, it's a pattern. I don't know. So she met another man. His name was John Chillingworth. Was he just chilling? I don't I guess. <laughs> there wasn't much mention of him, so I'm assuming. Um, and they were in a relationship for three years. Mm-hmm. They had a son together. Jesus. Um, so she's got three, four kids. This is four kids now. Mm-hmm. Two with one person. One, and I'm not dogging on anybody she that that happens to. But like. It just happens. It does happen. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It does happen. But like. But. She seems very she toxic. She is just toxic as fuck and mm-hmm. she has four kids. That's really what I mean by yeah, that. Yeah. So there wasn't much like abuse or anything happening mm-hmm. during this relationship that I could find. Um, but this is probably because Catherine was actually cheating on John Chillingworth with another man named John Price. Well, maybe she picked dudes with the same name, so she didn't get them mixed up. I don't know. I guess. See, that's what I thought. Um, so her and John Chillingworth, he found out that she was cheating on him and he Mm -hmm. like, they ended it. They're not together anymore. So, her and John Price were moving on. John Chillingworth out. John Price Price in. in. Okay. So, they had a pretty good relationship. But this was also because of the same reason as before. She had been cheating on John Chillingworth with him. So, she was, like, kind of getting off on the cheating aspect, I guess. Gotcha. So, but now that her and Chillingworth aren't together anymore, now she kind of feels like she's not getting anything. Because mm-hmm. like she She's was crazy. hiding stuff mm-hmm. and sneaking around, yeah. and that gave her like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. So John Price is who we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Um, he had two older children that lived with him. Mm-hmm. Um, her, him, and Catherine would like go out to bars and like drink with their friends, and they were very social and seemed like they got together or got along really well together. Okay. Um, Catherine suggested that her and John get married. And he denied it. He didn't want to get married. Um, he had no interest in it. And she brought it up multiple times and he kept saying mm-hmm. no. I mean, some people just, they don't really see marriage as an yeah. end goal and that's fine. Yeah. And some people, like, if, I don't know if he had been married before, but some people, if they had already been married, they don't want to get married again. Yeah, that too. And some people, like, 
saw their parents go through divorce or whatnot yeah. so they don't want to get married they have right. no interest there's in a, lot it. Of, a lot of legalities that come with yeah getting married. for sure um so this sent her right over the edge she was teetering on it before and now she's over the edge with rage she's pissed at this point their friends started noticing that Catherine would not only like verbally abuse john but like physically and emotionally abuse him so she's too. the abuser yes one day, um, John had, like, accidentally taken his first aid kit home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what he was doing at the time, but, um, it was, like, a $20 first aid kit. Like, not a big deal. And it was an accident. Yeah. But you know how many Sharpies I have in my drawer in my kitchen right. that I've taken home from work on right. accident? It's, like, not a big deal. No, it's really not that big of a deal. But Catherine took it upon herself to take a picture of the first aid kit and send it to his boss and got him fired okay but also here's my thing what the what the fuck was his boss thinking just fired him over a first aid kit i don't know i guess that's pretty fucking ridiculous i guess she made it seem like he was intentionally trying like like, stealing it yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. okay she's like my um boyfriend stole this from you guys by the way and And his boss is probably like well if he steals a first aid kit what else is he gonna say yeah yeah um and she did all of this because she was upset that he wouldn't marry her that's well it. yeah that's gonna get a ring on your finger right, lady for sure <laughs> so they were living together in john's house um but he kicked Catherine out and they separated Good. or he tried to kick her out and they separated they were separated for three months and they got back together and that's where john fucked up that's where he fucked up she was constantly pressuring John to get married, and he just kept saying no. He made it very clear he did not want to get married. Right. And this would always lead to arguments. Well, of course. Anytime they would argue, though, John made sure to tell a friend um, what was going on in case Catherine tried to, like, say that he was the one abusing mm. her and, like, that she was the victim. Yeah. He would, like, make it aware. Right. Like, this is what's happening just in case. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the truth. Right. John ended up calling the police one day because he wanted her out of the house. They were arguing he wanted her gone. Okay. But the police showed up and told him that he needed a court order to have her removed from their home. But, Because like, she was, like, I don't know if she was, like, on the lease or whatever, but, mm. like, he needed a court order. She has, like, tenants' rights. Yeah. So, in February of 2000... Oh, wait, I forget. This is in Australia. I don't know what type of tenants' rights they yeah, have Yeah, I don't know how it works. America's different. If you live in a place for 30 days, I think you have tenants' rights mm-hmm. over 30 days. Mm-hmm. So, in February of 2000, there was a fight between Catherine and John, and she stabbed him in the chest... But she ended up going to police and saying that John tried to attack her and she stabbed him in self-defense. Now we know that's not true. Yeah. We know she stabbed him out of reach. Right. That's all it was. Um, Catherine ended up getting a restraining order against him, but she ignored it. She basically got it for show. Like, she was trying to protect herself from him, but mm-hmm. she wasn't real. She didn't really want it. Right. She got it just because. You, you know. She got it just so she could be like look i have have a restraining order and it's against you Mm -hmm. and look you're abusing me right using it for gaslighting to be like nobody's gonna believe you right so um john had had a feeling that something was going to happen to him and so he sat down with his coworkers and his boss and said that if he ever went missing if he ever like didn't show up for work no call no showed that Catherine did something to him Mm -hmm. like she killed him or something Mm -hmm. um 
just in case. Like, he was, like, really scared. Yeah. For his life. Right. Because of the way that she was abusing him. Of course. He told them that, like, Catherine had the capability to kill him. She would absolutely kill him. Oh, 100%. I mean, on her wedding night to that one dude, she woke him up strangling him. Like, yeah, she does not give a fuck. No. So, John went up to the courthouse to get the court order to Mm -hmm. get her removed from his home. And then he also got a restraining order against her, which limited contact with each other. So, he was able to get a restraining order against her as Mm -hmm. well. Okay. She didn't care about the restraining order. Obviously, that's not going to stop her from A lot of times, it doesn't stop the abusers. Um... So, they hadn't seen each other. Mm-hmm. He came home one night um, from work. He did his nightly routine, and he went to bed around 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Catherine also came home the same night. She made herself some dinner, took a shower. He was already in bed. Um, and she woke John up, and they, like, got it on. What the Did the, the dirty. I don't know. And then John went back to sleep. That's a part of an abusive relationship, though. Right. It's, like, hot and cold. Mm-hmm. It's, like abusing you and then showing you i love you it's weird so this is where it's gonna get fucked up okay okay Catherine kept a butcher's knife in her bedside table Mm. why i don't know maybe self-defense but she had a butcher's that's an odd thing to keep butcher's in your drawer for self-defense though like yeah i don't just especially with children Mm -hmm. if she I don't even know if she has custody over children at this point, though, does she? At this point, they're, like, they're older. Oh, okay. They're, like, grown. Gotcha. That makes sense. I was curious. Yeah. So, after John fell back to sleep that night, she grabbed the butcher's knife out of her bedside table and proceeded to stab him 37 times. What the fuck? 37 times. That's rage, bro. Mm -hmm. So, John does die. Obviously. Obviously, 37 times is a lot. For sure um Catherine tried to take some sleeping pills and it seemed like she took a a lot like trying to kill herself but it didn't work so the next day john's co-workers are like where's john he didn't show up for his shift oh god and they're probably like freaking out too so he said if he didn't call in or like let them know that he wasn't coming in or whatever to call the police because Catherine had killed him he literally said that to his co-workers so they did they called the police and told them what John had said, and police go to John and Catherine's house. Mm-hmm. Good on them, the co-workers, for, like, keeping yeah, his word. for not being, like, a yeah. bystander. Yeah. So, they see his truck in the driveway and think, obviously, he's home. Um, they knock on the door, but no one answers. They look through the mail slot, because they've mm-hmm. got, like, a mail slot on the door. Right. And the officer says the only thing they could see was what looked like curtains, like, hanging in the way. Um, he couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. So, they decide to go on in and see if anybody was home. Upon entering, they immediately notice that there's, like, blood everywhere. There's, like, blood on the floor, blood on the walls, everywhere. It was, like, a Jesus. massacre. So, they see these curtains hanging. And one officer, like, uses his forearm to, like, pull the curtain back to see what's behind it. And when he pulled it back, he noticed that, like, there was blood all over his arm oh my god from this curtain i would freak okay and then he's standing there looking at the curtain and he realized that's not a curtain i just read the next line it's skin oh my god hanging from like the door frame what the fuck okay like skin 
Oh, oh my god. Just oh skin. Oh my god. Okay. And then he's like standing there frozen and he looks of course. down and he sees a headless torso on the ground, just the torso, like neck to waist. And there's just blood all over this room, all over the walls. That's fucking all over insane, the floor. Dude. Oh my god. So they're like I was thinking of a totally different case, by the way. <laughs> were you really? Yeah. Were you? Yeah. I was like as soon as I read that line, I was like, this is not what I was thinking well, about. Well, I haven't even got to the I haven't even got yeah, to Yeah, but the, this isn't the case me. I was thinking about, just for, for reference. Okay. <laughs> okay. So they continue on into the kitchen. So they go through this room and they continue on into the kitchen. And they see what looks like some looked like somebody had been making a meal. Oh my god. Okay. Making oh my god. Okay. Yep. This. Mm, mm, okay. This is not. Nope. I'm sorry. So there's like vegetables on the stove that had been cooking, and then there's like meat that had been prepared. Meat. meat? On the side. <laughs> um. And then the the officers continue their search of the house, and they find Catherine upstairs asleep in bed. Okay, but guys, let's just go back to the beginning where Kirsten said trigger warning for this episode because there's cannibalism <laughs> that's what i'm thinking about right now meat i said on the mentions stove. i said mentions of meat cannibalism. on the stove you know what meat that is <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk not about beef not chicken we will talk about the meat here in a second okay Ew. that just sounds disgusting we'll talk about the meat <laughs> we'll come back to the meat oh fuck and she was a butcher oh god yeah a boner sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so sorry i'm just freaking out because go ahead so they go upstairs and find Catherine asleep in bed they try waking her up but she doesn't wake up because she had taken the pills oh yeah i almost Um, forgot about that and um they kind of just scooped her up and like took her out to the backyard Mm -hmm. more officers came and went in to see like what else was in the house they noticed that the skin was hanging by butcher's hooks Mm-hmm. Okay, and there was, like, more than one. They were, like, all over the room. Mm. So, they couldn't... They found, like, the torso and stuff, but, like, they couldn't find the head. Yep, I see where this is going. So, um, they found his head was cooking in a pot of stew on the stove. Like, actively cooking, like, the stove was on. Cooking. Okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, forensic investigators came to investigate the scene, see if they could figure out what exactly happened. Um, They determined, based on the blood spatters, that Catherine had stabbed John upstairs in the bedroom, but he was able to fight her off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, he, like, goes over and, like, flicks on the light because there's blood on the light switch. And he gets out into the hallway and you can see he's, like, starting to collapse because the blood smears on the wall start to get really close to the floor. Yeah. Um, and he was stopped 37 times. Right. Like, he's probably bleeding out so fast. Mm-hmm. So, he um, got to the front door, they know, because there was blood on the screen door. So, he mm-hmm. was, like, about to get out. But then it looked like it had been he had been dragged back into, like, the living sitting room area. That's like a horror movie. Yeah. And that's where she skinned him. I knew it was coming. Okay. So, remember, she used to work in a butcher's shop a where she would skin and debone animals. So, she knows what she's doing. Yep. She's had practice. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. kind of terrifying. <laughs> so, there was a blood outline of his body with the head attached on the floor. So, you could see an outline of blood, like, you know, where his head and his body was on right. the floor. 
They determined that she cut off the head after she skinned him, and then she brought it into the kitchen because there was, like, a, a trail of blood leading yeah, to the kitchen. Yeah, right. So, the blood's basically showing them everything they need to Exactly. Know. So, she then, after she started cooking his head, she um, brought, like, his torso into the kitchen and, like, started cutting off the back muscles. You think how big your back muscles are. They're huge. Yeah, especially a man. Right. I'm sorry. Like, most men obviously a lot of times they're muscular they're more muscular than women bigger like in general yeah most of the time their torsos are bigger than women Mm -hmm. and yeah they have more muscle like women have more lower body strength and men have more upper body strength Mm -hmm. regardless of whether you work out or not biologically that's just how it works right so she cut off the back muscles and then cut them into five pieces and then she put them in the oven. Okay. They noticed that she had four place settings set at the table where she was planning on having her kids over for a meal that evening. Okay, but like, was the, she about to do a little cleanup? I guess. Was she just going to leave the skin I hanging? Don't know. Like, what the fuck? I'm glad. I. Okay, the kids never. No. Kids, okay. No, 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 no. Thank God that she took those pills and went to sleep. Because could you imagine how traumatized oh those children gosh. would be? I couldn't. They're probably traumatized just if they know that their mother mm-hmm. was going to bring them over to eat a human meal of her boyfriend's head that was cooked in a stew. Mm-hmm. And also, if you eat a human brain, you can get kuru. I did an episode on it. Kuru. Go listen to it. I'm sorry. That was like a little bit of my accent. Kuru. Kuru. <laughs> Go listen to it. Not to plug myself, but... <laughs> Okay. So there was um, the four place settings. The fifth piece of meat um, was outside and the dog was eating it. That poor fucking dog, dude. Yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. When I was a kid, there was a sh- house across the street and all the kids in the neighborhood thought he was a cannibal. I don't know where the fuck we got this shit from, right? That he would kidnap the kids of the neighborhood and take them out back and grill them. Because this dude was always grilling. Maybe he he just had liked two dogs back there, and they used to say they he would feed the kids to the dogs. Could you imagine? <laughs> we're just kids, and we're saying the shit. That sorry, the dog eating the human meat just reminded me of that. But like, the mm-hmm. dude was probably just chilling, minding his own business, and we Make thought that pork of him. chops on the grill. Yeah, literally just minding his own business, and we're just life. like, he's a cannibal. Yeah, don't go anyway, near his house. Literally. So police officers think that after she killed him, and like you know, whatever. She, like, left his body in the room for a minute. Right. She took a shower and then went to the ATM where she pulled out $1,000 from John's account because there was activity on his account. Mm-hmm. And then buried it somewhere because they never found the money um, because she intended to, like, go back and find the money and, like, run away. That's what gotcha. they thought. That's what they figured. Mm-hmm. Um, they took her to the hospital. She was in a coma for, like, four or five days. But she was detained. Like, mm-hmm. she was their suspect right of course i mean all clues point to her right when she was being interviewed after she woke up she had no recollection of what happened as they never do Mm -hmm. um but she she was also on all those sleeping pills too Mm -hmm. which is not an excuse whatsoever because a lot of killers say they don't remember what happened but they definitely do but i'm just saying she was on sleeping pills so Mm -hmm. you don't maybe she was like in and out like yeah you know what i mean 
Um, but she did say she assumed she killed John because of the long string of abuse she was re- receiving from him. Girl, come on. So now. she like basically she basically admitted to the murder. She's like, yeah, I probably did it because he was abusing me. Is what she said. Yep, I skinned him, deboned him, yeah. put his head in a stew on the stove, yeah. and set out four place settings for my children, all while the skin was hanging from butcher hooks in my living room, mm-hmm. because he abused me. Right. What? Girl, no. So, Catherine's brother said that she told him she planned on killing John, and that she would get away with it, because she was going to act crazy. At least her brother came out and actually said the truth. Right. So, she originally pled not guilty, mm-hmm. but she changed her mind, like, partway through the trial, and then she decided to plead guilty. Mm-hmm. Is that because reason- she pled not guilty and then got convicted with guilty? Did she Was she going to get the death sentence? Do they do that? No. So, um, the point in doing that was if she changed it, she could appeal like, the final decision, and say that she was insane at the time that she pled guilty. Gotcha. So, like, she thought, of, she says she pled not guilty. Mm-hmm. She thought about it, and she was like, okay, well, if I plead guilty, then I could say that I was, like, crazy and insane, and then I could appeal it and basically say that I wasn't in, like, sound mind. You know what's funny? That people really think that you can just pretend to be insane. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, you cannot outsmart the test bro and that's what they did psychiatrists tested to see if she was like in her right mind and she was like Mm -hmm. she wasn't insane of course um so during the trial she never showed any kind of emotion and then like towards the end she started acting like your stereotypical like crazy person yep like sitting there screaming at random points trying to do the stereotypes right which is like not always how it is. Okay, honey, you were already declared sane, mm-hmm. so you trying to play it off is not going to help. The judge knew, like, yeah. she wasn't of course. really crazy in that. She was, like, literally acting. Mm-hmm. Um, she was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Which, rightfully so. She is currently incarcerated in Silverwater Women's Correctional Center in New South Wales. She was the first woman ever in Australia to get life in prison without parole. Wow. Um, she did try to appeal it in 2006, and tr- she tried to say that her life sentence was, like, too severe a crime for what she did. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, obviously, it was denied. Mm-hmm. Um, investigators say that the murder was an act of revenge and that she, like, got off on so it. So, she's also a sadist. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Which makes she's, sense. She's still alive. She's still Yikes. in there. Yikes. I hope she's rotting. Mm-hmm. So. And, like, I meant to put pictures of her, but, like, she's crazy it's okay. looking. I don't want to see any pictures. I tried to find crime scene pic- photos, but they're, like, not... They're not anything crazy. There's not, like, very detailed pictures. Mm, okay. But I was going to put a picture of, like, her. Yeah. She... I forgot to, but she is... I actually, I'm about to look up to see what she looks like, just because. Just for... She just looks crazy to me. Well, interesting. That's what she looks like. Yeah. She just looks odd. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. 
she has a weird face okay so this case does remind me of another case but it wasn't the case i was thinking of in the beginning it's totally different so like have you heard of this case before i have okay once upon a time but i did not remember any of those details i've heard of her name for sure Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've definitely heard of the case but i never really like looked into it you know what i mean you hear of cases but you don't really go into the details yeah um so that was pretty crazy for me to relive the case and everything yeah but it does remind me of another case and i think i'm gonna cover that on my next true crime round what case i can't remember what it is i'd have to uh it was in new orleans and the guy i don't want to give a whole lot away i'll tell you after the episode okay but i had heard of her before and i knew that she like tried to eat or like ate her husband or something but i didn't know like all those details yeah that's crazy which like like the skin when i was like doing the research mm-hmm. and was talking about like the curtains because mm-hmm. i was watching a video um i watched bit syrian's video mm-hmm. i'll link it down below but um she was talking about like the curtains and i was like curtains in my mind i thought it was like the bed sheets that had blood all over it and mm-hmm. she like stabbed him in the bed was not expecting it to be skin yeah no that i like paused um, the video and i was like wait a fucking minute in my mind i was thinking like Oh, they put curtains in front of the door because the mail slot. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why I was thinking if it gets cold in Australia, I don't know if it gets cold. But, like, at night, if it gets cold, maybe they were hanging a sheet in front of the mail slot. Or, like, if... So, there wasn't a draft coming in. Right. Or, like, if the door had, like, a window over on it mm-hmm. and you had, like, curtains on the window yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, hung yeah. a little low. Mm-hmm. But I was not expecting no. the skin. You said skin and I was like, bitch, what? I was sitting there, I was in my kitchen, and I got to that point and paused the video, and I was, like, literally said, like, what the fuck, and I hear Logan in the other room, he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> literally. You don't want to know. He's like, okay. <laughs> You're like, but, if but you if do want to know, know, let me know. <laughs> I'll tell you. Because I need somebody to tell. Yeah. So, that was the sick, twisted, nasty case of Catherine Knight. Interesting. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, wow. I thought it was pretty interesting that she was the first woman ever to in have Australia. life in prison without parole. Mm-hmm. That, is. that was crazy. Um, if you guys aren't already, go follow us on all our social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are trying to be more active on there. Yep. Um, also, the Patreon will be linked down below. It'll be in the show notes and then it'll also be in the link tree. The social media link will also be in the show notes. Yes, in the link tree. If you want to send us uh, an email. TCSTpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, go subscribe to the Patreon. If you do, you can, like, get your episodes early. They're uploaded on, both episodes are uploaded on Sunday every week. So you can listen to them before everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you subscribe to a different tier, you can have access to a Discord that we made. Mm-hmm. um where you can chat with other listeners chat with us um that's on there as well i think that's it yep that's it thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you in the next one bye